0: I need to get this solved quick. I don't care what I need to do. I just need these spots gone. I had loads of just like under the skin bumps and just general texture. Yes. And I was trying to do all sorts of different things, which now I know is the worst thing to do. You're going to literally be so angry (laughs) listening to this. There's so much involved with. and you've got to have blood tests, you've got to have mental health checkups. I think my side effects were so strange and I remember looking them up all the time thinking is this normal? Be aware it will get worse before it gets better.
1: Hello and welcome to Treatment Room Conversations, the skin and wellbeing podcast. I'm Tamrin and I am your host. I'm a skin specialist based in the UK and can't wait to share some really insightful conversations with you. Today I'm joined by Mia. We are going to be talking all things Accutane and acne. Um, Mia has been a client of mine probably about two years. So two years? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, maybe
0: three nearly.
1: Yes, so I think since around lockdown time. Mm -hmm. So the conversation we're gonna have today is gonna be really interesting for anybody who is exploring Roaccutane on an acne journey, has questions generally about this topic, And i feel like your journey and story will be really sort of educational for some people Mm -hmm. Um, obviously everybody's journey is different but i feel like um sharing some of yours will be really interesting for people so um some of you guys might actually already know mia she has got a really big instagram following and also (laughs) youtube so i will tag her pages if you want to look at anything kind of fashion, beauty, she's the girl to go to. Um, So yeah, let's get started. So first of all, if we rewind a little bit, Mm -hmm. when did you start suffering with acne? And how did it start?
0: So I think I've suffered with my skin since I was about 13, 14. I think it's actually like genetic. I Mm -hmm. think my dad used to struggle with his skin. I've got two younger sisters and they both have struggled or are struggling so it's been up and down for yep. like my whole teenage years but then it got really really bad in 2020 so yep. in lockdown mainly um I just got back from traveling Southeast Asia with my boyfriend and my skin just flared up when I got home mm. um, and I wasn't 100% sure what caused it but that was when my acne was at its worst
1: yes and how quickly did that come on was it like literally days weeks like because I know obviously I'll put some pictures into this yeah um, so that people will see the kind of but it was very inflamed widespread acne Mm -hmm. and obviously you don't know exactly what triggered it um, but how quickly did
0: you kind of go from clear skin to like fully inflamed So, yeah, I feel like people wouldn't even know the extent of how bad my skin was. So I'm glad you're inserting a picture because people might not realize. Um, So when I got back, I think I had loads of just like under the skin bumps and just general texture. Yes. And I was trying to do all sorts of different things, which now I know is the worst thing to do. Yes. Experimenting all of these different products. I was trying different things every day. I was... You're going to literally be so angry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> listening to this. Yeah. But I was trying to dry my skin out, mm-hmm. like not moisturising. Because yes. I thought the drier it is, the less oil. Yeah. I feel like everybody has gone through that at some yes. point when they're just not educated on it. Absolutely. Um, so I think I was drying it out so much yeah. that it just reacted. And mm. obviously, yeah, I think that's when it went downhill. And yeah. within maybe two weeks it was just getting out of hand, mm. like worse and worse. Yeah, And I did not know what to do.
1: Yeah. I think I remember you reached out to me and it was a very really difficult time because we were in lockdown there wasn't much I could do. I couldn't get you in the treatment room. Mm -hmm. Um, It felt really like a really helpless time for me because I had so many people struggling with their skin, but I felt like there was so little I could do. And like, obviously when you want to help people, that is my job. It feels like, oh my gosh, there's nothing, nothing I can do for you. Obviously at the time, we didn't talk about what you had been doing. Mm -hmm. And by the sounds of it, obviously you were stripping everything back, uh, trying to dry everything out. And unfortunately that kind of makes your skin feel like it needs to produce more oil more Mm -hmm. sebum which basically means more breakouts you end up with quite an impaired skin barrier and that's probably you know wasn't obviously stopping you know the breakouts coming through it wasn't helping things it was probably making things worse and when you don't really know what to do um i think your next step was to, to turn to a dermatologist wasn't it so Talk yeah. me through that process. How, who did you speak to and how did you go about going on through Accutane?
0: Yeah, so I think I was just in panic mode at that point. Yeah. I thought, I need to get this solved quick. I don't care what I need to do. I just yeah. need these spots gone. <sighs> Luckily, we were in lockdown. So I didn't have to see many people. I didn't no. have to leave the house. No. And I feel like if it's going to happen to you, That's that is the best, best time, time yeah. for it to happen. So I actually spoke to a dermatologist who was based on Harley Street. Okay. Yeah. And I went privately just because I had heard how long the NHS waiting list was. Yes. Let alone throughout the lockdown period, oh, yes, I feel like yeah. I would have been waiting yeah. months, maybe yeah. even years, to it's get seen. It's generally
1: six months to a year for most people, mm-hmm. and um, sometimes I start seeing clients right at the beginning of that process of referral. Sometimes we can heal things naturally. Yeah. But I think when you've gone from having very clear skin and it's almost like a huge shock, mm-hmm. given the fact we were in lockdown as well, you probably had nowhere else to turn. Yeah. So I think most people, you know, would go down the route you yeah. did.
0: I think um, you look for a quick fix. And yes. And I just had in my head, I need this healed and gone before the world like restarts again. Yeah. Because I cannot be seen like this. Yes. So, yeah, I did go privately and I had to do everything through Zoom and FaceTime with the yeah. dermatologist. Um, there's so much involved with roaccutane, mm. and you've got to have blood tests. You've got yeah. to have mental health checkups. Yes. there There is so much to it and yeah. everything was made more difficult, like mm. with, with lockdown. But I think I was prescribed within as soon as I'd had my my first checkups, I was prescribed within maybe two weeks. Yes. And I started taking the pills in May 2020.
1: Yeah. And how quickly did things improve? Did it get worse before it got better? Or did it kind of instantly get better?
0: Yeah, I think the first month to two months was just the worst. I say it was the worst my skin's ever been before I went on it. But I think that first month that was actually the worst yeah going into the second month was the worst and then by the end of month two going into month three I think that's when you notice the difference it feels like so long ago so it's hard to recall and I wish I'd made more notes or written a diary or something Um, but yeah month three was when I saw the real changes Mm. but just be aware it will get worse before it gets better
1: yes so often that's the thing like I feel like from my perspective Roaccutane is sort of like a last resort situation um if we can't heal things internally naturally find triggers and through treatments it's always a last resort because it does get worse before it gets better Mm -hmm. And it is, it's a massive thing to do, isn't it? With the blood tests and everything. And was all of, you know, was everything explained well to you? You know, did, did you sort of suffer with any kind of
0: like side effects, like mentally when you were on Accutane? So I think I was quite lucky with the mental side of things. Just because in my head... This was the only thing that was truly yeah. getting me down. And yeah. I believed if this was fixed, mm. I would be fine. I would yeah. be happy. Like,
1: So you were on a positive journey because you knew you were doing something. Exactly.
0: Yes. Um, but I do know so many people struggle yes. um, with that side. Um, everything was explained quite clearly. I remember getting all of my blood test results and I could look over them and see what, yes. what was going, going on. What was going on with your body. Yeah, what yes. maybe wasn't right. And yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I feel like it was it was all quite clear. Mm. It was quite an easy process. And
1: I think when you go privately that tends to be the case. I think sometimes um you know that is the best way because obviously everything does get explained to you. You kind of really know what yeah. you're getting yourself mm-hmm. into. So in terms of actual side effects. So did you have any side effects um whilst on the medication in terms of sort of like dry skin? Um, I know of clients who've had like nosebleeds all kinds of really strange things mm-hmm. so did you have any of that experience
0: I think my side effects were so strange and I remember looking them up all the time thinking mm. is this normal Um obviously the main side effect would be dry skin because yes. it's doing all of that to your body yeah. of course that's going to happen but I was also so prepared for this dry skin mm. I had every hydrating product under yes. the sun like ready for it yes. I was on top of it So this wasn't the main thing for me, but the weirdest side effect I had was really, really sore nail beds. Uh, My fingers were so inflamed and I was just looking for an explanation for this because Mm. I'd never heard anybody explain yeah. this before and yeah. i'd watch youtube videos and obviously looked it up yeah. online because who doesn't do that but for? nobody
1: had this symptom i've not
0: seen this once so i yeah. thought is this racutane yeah i think it, it was yes um they were so inflamed i remember if anybody even knocked it with the slightest touch yeah my fingers would bleed oh my and it was gosh. so painful yeah. i have pictures wow. of this it was so weird mm. i would also say the second main side effect for me was my eyes were so bloodshot and mm. sensitive to the sun. Yes. I was working in a restaurant at the time and we were serving customers outside because it was in the summer. The like as I was coming yes. off, yeah, yeah, this was about four or five months into it. So my yes. skin was on the up. Um, and my eyes were streaming constantly. They oh were gosh. so red. They were yeah. so bloodshot. Yeah. I looked really ill, like mm. to look at. I, I yes. didn't look well. Yeah. And that was, that was a weird one. Yeah.
1: And quite scary as well, Mm. when you have bloodshot eyes all the time. Yeah, I'd
0: never had that Bleeding nail beds. Oh, absolutely.
1: It's (laughs) it's so important for people to know that there is side effects associated to these things. Mm -hmm. And everybody's might be slightly different. Some people might be the mental health. Some people might just be the dry skin. Mm -hmm. But just knowing there is is side effects is really, really important, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Because
0: it's obviously a big thing to put your body through. Mm -hmm. So how long were you on Accutane? So I was on it for seven months in total, I think, if I've done the maths right. It was May 2020. And then I came off in January 2021. Yes. So seven months, um... It felt like a really long time, actually. Yeah. And especially when your skin gets better towards yes. the end, yeah. you almost feel like you don't need to take it anymore. No. But I think the fear of it returning, coming back, makes you want to finish the, the course.
1: Yeah. It is the scary bit, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, with Accutane, a lot of time people do relapse, but it is kind of that situation of, of getting to the core, the root of the mm-hmm. reason why we break out, um, whether that be hormones, whether that be lifestyle. Whether that be stress, stress is a massive trigger for the skin, yeah. um, and that's actually why a lot of people did suffer when we went into lockdown and stuff because it was such a change. Loads of people started to suffer with their skin because mm-hmm. they were stressed about what the future held, yeah. those kind of things, or you know, just anxious, those kind of things as well. So, I think we've spoken a little bit about, you know, we think maybe hormones might be a slight trigger for you, um, yeah. but did they actually ever try and get to the bottom of your triggers? within, you know,
0: sort of dermatology. Yeah. So within the first like meeting, first conversation, she diagnosed it as environmental and hormonal okay. acne. Yeah. I wasn't even a hundred percent sure at the time. I don't think I cared at the time. Yes. I was just like, You just wanted I don't the ca- cure. Just fix me. You yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. don't care what's going on. You wanted it. the cure. Yeah. You weren't too worried about yeah. the root, just uh-huh. give me give me the solution. Yeah. Whereas yeah. now I think as I'm older and wiser, (laughs) and I know you, I would wanna maybe get to the root of it and really discover why this is happening. And is there an alternative?
1: And I think we've had, you know, conversations in clinic um, about, you know, if things started to creep back in, what we would do and whether we'd look to balance things out naturally, you know, try and work on natural um, sort of like oil production, those kind of things. But the fact you'd been traveling is like a really, interesting one because Mm -hmm. obviously environmental you've gone from one extreme to another you know being in probably where were you southeast asia or somewhere yeah coming back to the uk it's a massive sort of climate change isn't it really so um it is interesting the amount of things that can affect our skin um so obviously you've been off of um accutane for a little while now Mm -hmm. so how has your skin been since obviously for about six months post um drugs we actually couldn't do any treatments at all yeah um but how has your
0: skin been since you came off, so I had a good year-long run of perfect skin. Yeah, and I just thought this was life. Now I was like, "Well, yeah. that's it. I've taken the medication. I'm cured. Yeah. I'm never going to get a spot again in my life." Yes. Um. So I did have a good long run of this, and it was obviously great for my confidence. I felt amazing. But then I think maybe about a year and a half after coming off, I started to get the odd breakout yeah wasn't anything crazy and i also wasn't too worried about it surprisingly i thought i would be panic mode oh yep. my god it's like coming. freaking back. out yep. yeah exactly um but i kept cool and it never obviously did get anywhere yeah. near yeah. where no, it was before absolutely not it was just the odd breakout and i thought well do you know what people do just have to deal with this yes. everybody will deal with this
1: absolutely and it is completely so important to really state how normal it is to get the occasional breakout it can be things like stress hormones you know very slight diet changes late nights you know actually getting a blemish is completely normal Mm -hmm. obviously the extent that you were experiencing was completely something else yeah it was inflamed acne but just getting the odd pimple is completely normal Mm -hmm. isn't it and I think we live in a world where that's kind of seen as it's not normal. Yeah. We should have clear skin all the time, but not necessarily. Even people who really look after their skin can still get the odd breakout. So mm-hmm. I think it's like changing the narrative and not expecting to always be like perfect all the time. Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, so how um, have things been like, I know recently like we've spoken and you've decided to come off contraceptive. Has your, Have you felt like your skin has changed again?
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> with hormones, I feel like they are a bit all over the place at the moment. Just personal reasons, I've decided to come off the contraceptive pill. I feel like my body needed a break. Well, actually, we had a conversation, didn't we? We did, yes. And I feel like you've been through a similar journey yes. with coming off contraception mm-hmm. and then just sort of checking that everything was good down there. Everything yes. is running smoothly. Yeah. Everything's yeah. working. Because I had been on the mini pill for nearly eight years, which is such a long time. And this obviously means I'm not getting periods and I'm just not working the way no. maybe I should be. No. So I decided to come off and just give my body a break and see if everything was okay. And yeah, luckily everything is. Like yeah. it's all good. My periods are back. I'm, you know. Yeah, you're not feeling to go good. You're feeling fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But with the periods and the hormones. Yes comes the breakouts, breakouts yeah. and it's for me all around my chin mouth yeah. lip area yes I guess I was expecting it because I know you had also warned yes. me if, yeah if I did you do yeah. come off just be aware this yes, you know you could trigger
1: probably a little bit of post pill yeah which know, acne, I've, breakouts.
0: I've accepted mm. and it, it is really normal um so yeah I did have quite a cluster of Mm. spots around this area of my mouth and I did panic because I thought okay this is this yep. might be it now this might well, it's
1: kind of like it's a whole new thing for you isn't it mm. you're kind of just thinking is this just a you know a one-off or is this the start of something exactly. and i know you've sent me a couple of sos messages and i've just been <laughs> like it's okay it's points of your cycle yeah. you know it will be linked to to other things maybe you know diet i know you're really good with your diet but it will be linked to something else yeah so, kind of don't panic situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and generally when you have a good skincare routine, your skin will kind of take the highs and lows. Um. And when you come off the pill, you are naturally depleted in lots of vitamins. Yeah. So that is something we will talk about like out of podcasts. Mm-hmm. I know I said to you, we talk about vitamins and supplements and things yeah. you could just be taking for general health because I know that you are sort of about like health and being anyway. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it is important to, like understand that we can like we get estrogen surges throughout the month through our cycle and being in touch with your body in that way is like really important I often say to clients they kind of fear periods and everything else I'm like being a woman you know these are something that we actually should embrace because it's a natural part of of us Mm -hmm. and it is important for our bodies to have hormone release so actually taking a break from contraceptive I think is that what came at a really good time for you because I think it was important for you to become more in tune with your body and actually just know how your body operates in its natural state Mm -hmm. because you just wouldn't know otherwise, would you? And it is important. I was
0: kind of prepared for it. I thought if it comes with the breakouts, at least I know I'm doing a good thing for my body. and also at least I know what the cause is
1: absolutely I think
0: obviously all those years ago I was in panic because I didn't know what was happening or what to do to fix it yeah whereas now as you say being more you're in in
1: a different place yeah I'm in a a different different place place. yeah
0: and I'm more understanding why these things are happening absolutely and not panicking
1: and that's the thing it all makes sense when I when I break it down for clients sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense as to why my skin's doing this. Yeah. But until you have someone explain to you those highs and lows with hormones, you don't really know, do you? No. So it's, yeah, once you're informed, you feel like you can handle everything better. Definitely. Um, so obviously we've been doing some treatments in clinic, um, working on some of your scarring mm-hmm. and we've also like been using some skincare. So I feel like your skin's made a really good recovery um, post acne because you did have some scarring, didn't mm-hmm. you? And I think you've been really invested in that, like really committed to it. Yeah. So, um, I think through microneedling and everything, we've got your skin to like a really good place that like, yeah. most people wouldn't actually know that you suffered with acne in the past, would they? Yeah. Um, so do you feel like quite confident in your skin now? Like obviously three years ago, you really were not in a good place. Mm-hmm. Do you feel really confident in your skin now? Yeah. yeah. I
0: feel like the microneedling treatments were such a game changer they really fixed for me it was the pitted scarring around sort of my eyebrow cheekbone area and I think for me I will still always notice these things yes but the main thing is nobody else would know
1: absolutely not
0: and I think you're always gonna have this picture in your head of what your skin looks like when you've suffered really badly I would never believe that my skin looked perfect or looked great if I struggled to take a compliment because I'm like, no, it's not.
1: Yeah, you've almost got like a photographic memory back to the time of how your skin was then Mm -hmm. instead of like acknowledging how it is now. And nobody would ever even know that you had scarring now. Mm -hmm. And your skin responded really well to the treatments, but I think also because you're doing all the right things at home as well, that makes a huge difference and it's uh yeah just makes literally the results so much better yeah i often do get asked by clients what's the best treatment for scarring and i always say microneedling because yeah. it literally is the best mm-hmm. treatment it does make your skin really plump and like firm and tight so when you've been in for treatments what would you say your favorite treatment in clinic is
0: so i think the first treatment i ever had was microneedling because i know yeah. my goal was to sort out my scars yes. and get rid of those um we did a few of those didn't we yes. and I did I was like addicted to the way that my skin looked after the treatment can you remember me yeah. saying like oh my god yeah. I am addicted to this <laughs> yeah. to this way my skin looks um but then we've also done the hydration facial yes yes yeah. I think at the time that's what my skin needed I yes. think it's just just knowing what it needs at the time which you yes. always know yeah. I always come to you and I don't have a plan on what treatment I'm going to get that day you yes. will just tell me because which know. Is,
1: is literally the best way because sometimes I have clients come in and they'll be like this is what I'm booked in for and I'll be like no that's not what we're doing today yes yeah. because they'll come in and their skin is like so dry and flaky I'm like there is no way we are doing like a chemical peel, yeah. or we're, like we need to work on hydration. Yeah. Like your skin barrier is basically the foundation of your skin and keeping that balanced is key to how your skin will basically react to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping it hydrated is super, super important. So whenever someone's suffering with dryness, I always revert back to like, nope, let's do what's right for your skin. Same with acne. If people come in with really inflamed acne, they're like, yep, I'm ready for needling. And I'm like, no you're not you're not (laughs) we can't do that yet. we don't need lower inflamed acne so it's always like in my clinic about doing what's right for your skin and I think generally you see the best benefits that way um but I feel like we've just got into a really good place now where it's just like maintenance for you really yeah definitely before like you know shoots and stuff you're doing yeah um and dare I say a few years ago, like obviously where you are now in your life, you probably wouldn't have had the confidence to do the things you're doing now because of your skin. Yeah, no, definitely not. And skin
0: confidence is such a massive thing, isn't it? Yeah, and... I feel like it must, like deep down, it must have sort of changed my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, because the things I'm doing now, I never would have thought I'd be doing a few years ago. And yes. I think my skin has a massive part to play in that. Absolutely.
1: I think it is overall confidence does come from your skin and it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if you ever did start to flare again, would you do
0: Roaccutane again? Is that something you would? It's not on the radar. I definitely wouldn't think about doing it again. Obviously, it's more of a cross that bridge when it comes to a situation, but I think knowing that I have you, the expert, I'm in safe hands I, yeah. and I can send my SOS message yes. when I'm panicking about <laughs> my skin and my breakouts. Yes. Yeah. I can pop you a message and I think it's just nice to know that you're there. Yeah. You understand my skin. Mm-hmm. You understand more deeply yes. what I'm going to need, what's yeah. going on in my body. Yes. And I think that's so important. Yeah. I wouldn't... I wouldn't think about going on Roaccutane yeah. again.
1: And I think that's the thing is having someone that you can talk to, but also I am not afraid to ask you really personal no, questions. No, like which I love. How's your hormones? Like, where are things at? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do have to get really personal with clients because... Yeah. It all feeds in, and nothing that ever happens with our skin is coincidental. Mm-hmm. And that's something I've really learned. It's really responsive. Yeah, it is an organ. It's always changing. It will have highs and lows. But I'm really hopeful for you. Like three years on, that you're now in a good place, and you won't even have to worry about that. And yeah. we have got options. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't think it's something we need to worry about. But yeah. um, I'm just glad you generally had an all-round, you know, quite good experience yeah. apart from the odd side effects um because obviously that isn't always the case. Um but this, you know, the point of this podcast is to talk specifically about your journey. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not anybody else's and just solar if somebody is thinking of going going down that line. Um so I have a couple of questions to ask you before we finish off. So first of all, what is your favourite skincare product? Obviously no pressure because obviously I've recommended most <laughs> of them. But what is your favourite product that you literally couldn't live without now?
0: Um so what if I said this in i scrub. I'd be like no you no, definitely right. do not Cut use that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um I would have to say the hydrate yes. Um the hyaluronic acid yes serum. So nice the serum. Yes. I didn't use any serum before mm-hmm. and this just we were talking about this before but yes. it just glides around your face and yep. When you put this on before moisturising, yeah, it makes the biggest difference.
1: It does. So people often overlook serums a little bit. Yeah. They sort of think, oh, I'll just go straight in with a moisturiser. Obviously, moisturiser is a really heavy molecule, so mm-hmm. it's like a really you know, thick formula, which is unable to penetrate deeply into the skin. So like when you come off of Accutane or something like that, you want something that's really gonna work into the skin, the deeper layers, hydrate your skin, which I think is why you probably love it so much and have seen such good benefits from it because you're actually able to work deeper into your skin now. And I think what you were doing before was kind of like lathering the top layers and not really getting in there, shall we say. I just
0: thought, oh my God, get me as much moisturizer on my face as possible not really understanding what i'd need before moisturizer or but the hyaluronic serum feels like a glass of water for your skin
1: it's literally a dream isn't it yeah it's so nice and it's so important to stay hydrated right now before we finish, i have got a couple of little presents for you (gasps) um you? yes these are for you (gasps) oh my goodness (laughs) thank you anyone think oh my god i know you so well obviously i have watched your youtube so i'll know so you can You can open up the one in the little tissue paper. (laughs) Yeah.
0: No pressure. Oh, my goodness. Are you joking? (laughs) (laughs) I know you're like a little
1: little fan of mugs I aren't you a mug addict. i was like if i'm gonna get me anything it needs to be a that mug so just to say cute. thank you for coming on and being my first podcast <gasps> oh, guest thank, so thank you. you you are welcome i <laughs> love that oh my god that's so sweet yeah and then the other one is just a little one from um the clinic i don't know if you have these but i thought actually
0: you can try them i've seen heard good things from
1: you mm. are these the um under so eye, these, yeah, these are my little under eye masks. Yeah, okay, so I always use those in the morning, so yeah, you can give them a try. Thank you so much. You're That's welcome. So you. Well, thank you for coming on and being my guest. I feel like we have covered a lot of stuff, I feel like it'd be really interesting for other people to listen to. Yeah, I hope so, and yeah, thank you for sharing your journey, your skin journey with me. And, um, yeah, thank you. No, thanks for having me. Thank you guys for tuning in for my first podcast with Mia. I hope you found the conversation interesting and insightful. I just quickly wanted to um, say a few words following our chat. Um, Just to mention that Roaccutane is very much a um, last resort um, drug in most cases. I would only recommend it for somebody who is suffering with a grade 3 or 4 acne. Um, There's different levels to acne if you are sort of like a grade one or two that is not severe enough for the need for such an extreme drug. Um, Obviously Mia had quite minimal side effects but that is something that can change on every person and it certainly does put your body through a lot going on that kind of medication so there isn't always a need for this um so i would actually suggest if you are struggling with acne and you are particularly sort of like a grade one or two and it's fairly controlled or you're noticing triggers to actually speak to a skin specialist first it is really a last resort um the things to get in place first would actually be your diet, um, assessing lifestyle, assessing triggers, um, looking at hormonal patterns and basically looking for the underlying root cause of the problem before turning to this drug. Um, I did also get a few questions on Instagram that I just quickly wanted to um, answer for you guys. I feel like I did cover this um, potentially in the podcast. But um, I had questions around the best way to fade acne scars. This would be microneedling, microneedling hands down is the best way to um, treat acne scarring. Um, Also making sure you have a really good solid home care routine um, to help alongside having those treatments. Um, I did also get questions around is Roaccutane worth it? Does it actually cure acne? First of all, acne is not a curable condition. It is a condition that requires a management program. Our skin is an ever-changing organ, so um, no Roaccutane does not cure acne, but as you can see, in Mia's case, it did clear up her skin. However, her skin you know, may flare in the future, hopefully not. Um, but it is not a long-term forever cure. Um, But in some cases, it does work for people. Um, So deciding whether it's worth it does depend, like I say, on the severity of the condition. Um, I also had questions just around um, how much does diet um, play a role in acne? It is actually does play a huge, huge role actually in acne, and knowing things like food intolerances and triggers, um, and maintaining obviously a healthy lifestyle with good, good you know balanced diet is really important when it comes to dealing with something like acne. Um, I think that most of the other questions were covered within the podcast so I'm going to wrap it up there I will be back I'd love to know um what else you would like to hear from me um other skin stories from clients covering a range of topics or whether you would like to hear more from well-being practitioners um that is something that I would love to speak to nutritionists Um, and other holistic healers and maybe cover some of those topics as well. So um, I will be back soon and thanks for listening.